Doing it live is actually a little bit harder than I expected. <laughs> hey, hello. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of uh, Last Ones In Podcast. Kind of. Uh, this is, again, a little bit of experimental content here. Um, kind of just to see if this works at all. This is going to be just a discussion about horror and the horror genre in general. And, uh... I feel like I'm hearing myself. Yeah, a little slightly. Well, what are we hearing ourselves off of? Yeah, so I just... My mic was off. Huh. Yeah, I can hear you too on uh. your end. But... <laughs> I know what it is. Um, Sam is using her phone to look at possible chat. And her volume was just yep. up. That was me. <laughs> and I was the fall guy, huh? Guys, yep, just looks like it, it was me. No, it was only this time, not last time. <laughs> it was me this time. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I have headphones on. I can't hear anything outside of this, really. All right. Well, we're keeping it. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of experimental content here. We're just going to talk about horror and the things that we love about it. Um, I am your host, Dry Archuleta, joined by my sister, Sam. Hey. And Rocky. Hey. You know what you should have done? You should have um, been like, we're doing this live at an obscure location, and then just have it not live, and then just edit the shit out of it. And it's like, wow, we're so fantastic <laughs> doing live. We are the best. Everything is so wonderfully cued. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Uh, unfortunately, no. I don't have the time to edit this one. Because the vacation is about to occur, which is why there's so much weird content for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just kind of want to have a fun discussion about horror. It's like I was uh, saying in a different take that we did on this. Um, the, it, this was originally going to be a very different piece of content about me talking to different people who don't really like horror that much and don't have a connection to it. And why maybe they thought they bounced off of it or a discussion about that. But... Uh, that content can't be done for quite some time from the looks of it. So, instead, we're going to be three people who just really like the horror genre in many forms, talking about the things we like and maybe uh, some of the things that we dislike about um, certain eras of horror or uh, quirks of the genre, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right off the bat, Sam. Yes. I want to ask you. Okay. Um, we grew up together, but I don't really like know your your life really okay (laughs) (laughs) um like what got you into horror like how long how what's the first memory you have of just being like i'm i'm the horror person um i'm not sure i remember um as a kid i was more scared i remember like her grandfather um oh pappy That's what we call him. (laughs) (laughs) I remember him watching like um, uh, Predator and like the alien movies and stuff like that. And those are always scary Um, when I was like way too young to be watching that stuff. (laughs) Watching a a monster mutilate people. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really know like 
if I got into it exactly from like a young age. Okay. I was like introduced to it, but like I think I think one of the things that actually got me more into horror is probably like just us going to the video stores and stuff like that and picking out a whole bunch of random movies, like horror movies, <laughs> and like yeah. binging those like in a weekend. <laughs> Yeah, that that was definitely one of those things that we'd start doing later in yeah. life. Um like for me it was like later teenage years and for you it was like early adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um very small gap in age between us, but Yeah. Um, um Yeah, we had a, a video store that would do five old movies for five dollars for five days. And so at first we would go in there and be like, let's just pick this movie and this movie, because we hadn't seen a bunch of stuff yet. And it would be us like staying up from Friday night to like Sunday morning, just binging these movies basically. Mm-hmm. And it was a great time. And we found some like classics and we found some awful stuff yeah. that are classics in their own way. In my mind, <laughs> like the nightmare man, yeah. <laughs> which I, I need to force people to watch that. Cause it's awful. It's pretty bad, but I think five across the eyes. Oh, I, awesome. I always forget that one exists too. Yeah. It's... Terrible film. Um, yeah, like, uh, but I <laughs> I remember watching like horror movies earlier in life, and they scared me. Like, <laughs> um, probably like Child's Play and stuff like that <laughs> scared me a lot. Um, but probably some classic horror too. I don't re- really remember. But okay. I don't really remember exactly how I got like on this train. <laughs> Spooky train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Rocky, I'm interested in you because I don't really know much about your life at all. You're a closed book in a lot of ways. Um, what What do you think like got you into horror? How long have you been into horror? I should say. Well, I guess you can say um, my story begins on chapter one. <laughs> where uh, most stories start <laughs> but I want to take you through the introduction so, I want the author's I, notes first yeah, actually I, I want to actually uh, respond to the audience very quick and you know just give a hidey ho um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. well I look I mean I've always god I've always um, um, I've always liked like monster stuff. I mean, I. <laughs> so when I was younger, I would I I'd always like to play, like I'd always in my mind be like like a monster, you know. Like when I'd play, I'd always be like hunting my siblings or something. <laughs> I don't, I don't really know what was wrong with me, but there's times, for instance, I would hear the name of like historical dictators, and I didn't know who they were, and I would ask because there's usually this negative connotation from my parents, like oh, like that person. Like, oh, that person sounds pretty scary. That would be a fun monster to play. So I'd ask, and I'd be like, what'd that person do? And they'd be like, oh, well, he killed a lot of people. And I and then I'd go around pretending to be that dictator, and I'd get the shit smacked out of me. <laughs> I, I had no idea. Up, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I am Hitler. <laughs> Run from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because it was, it was, to me, there was no, you know, I'm too young to really understand the context. So to me, right. it's, it's all fantasy. You know, it's all these different monsters. And I remember... I remember 
sneaking and watching parts of horror movies. I remember really young these images of like Dawn of the Dead or something. Something where, where the zombies were just eating these the guts out of a soldier or something. It's just so vivid. And I remember the same thing with Aliens 2. You know, the Queen Alien. I was like, oh, this is so cool. It was always just so fascinating to me. Um, the the monster element. Monsters were so amazing. In fact, one of the things I, I wish I could find this and I can't and it absolutely kills me is one Christmas I was given this giant I don't, I don't remember if it was a pop-up book, but it was like a, a giant mansion book of monsters. And it was like this mansion where all these monsters lived. And they were, huh. it was so gruesome and it was awesome. And it was like, you know, all these different pages and I would fantasize about what each monster was doing in each room. And it was just, it was a fun place to escape in. And, and um, it would eventually come down. I think at the end of adolescence, I'd be like, "What the hell's wrong with me? Why am I fantasizing of, you know, killing all these people in a village? <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> or when you know you, you you touch on it, like the severity of life, it it changes. But the fan the the not not the the fantasy, but the fascination with horror always stayed. It started with monster horror, the most fantastical element of it. And then um, the it, and I still like a good monster horror movie. I just I just feel like it's 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 like um, it's cash candy for the people who produce them. So a lot of times they're done very lazily, and I'm just not interested. You right. Know? Um, but I I still really like those. But I'm more attracted to a, a different element now of horror. But I guess we can get to that at some point. Yeah, like, for me, I think, like, the two earliest memories I have of horror films were very different. Um, one, I remember my older brother and one of my older sisters, you might have been there too, Sam, I don't actually remember, were in the living room watching a movie that's not actually very scary called Pitch Black, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, starring Vin Diesel. And it's just where the monsters can only come out when it's at night, because they're allergic to the sun or something. I don't actually remember why. Yeah, <laughs> but like I remember like trying to like sit in the kitchen and pretend to be asleep like on the floor <laughs> to try and watch that movie um, and I wasn't allowed to because like you're going to have nightmares and then you're going to sleep in my bed and I'm not going to let that happen it's bullshit <laughs> and so like I was trying to sneakily watch this movie and it just it wasn't happening <laughs> um, and then the other one and by the way like the some the small things that I did see in here I did have nightmares from it <laughs> but then like the other one is actually Robbie showed me Dawn of the Dead that his mom had like recorded off of stars and it was on like a VHS tape it's like a VHS rip of stars on like an old crappy television it was great um, and I remember watching that and thinking like it was the most gruesome horrifying thing at the time and being horribly scared and but being fascinated at the same time in a weird way like I'm so scared but I really like this feeling um, and so like Dawn of the Dead is one of those things that, like it's kind of horror but it's kind of not but that's the first thing I think of when I think of horror is like that monster movie in that stupid crappy dive bar in Mexico Um, this is like bringing up some memories for me actually Um, I, I don't know when I was a kid I used to like 
be scared when I watch these movies. <laughs> but I remember, um, like, I, I guess when around the time Scream came out on, like, I guess it'd be VHS at that point. Yeah, yeah it still would have been. Yeah, um, my sister and my cousin um, really wanted to watch it, and. I was like, oh, God, guys, we shouldn't be doing this. This is bad. It's rated R. (laughs) And I, like, I watched it, but I, like, hated it. Just felt guilty. (laughs) We're not old enough to be enjoying this. Yes. Now I'm way different. (laughs) Um, But also, I guess, like, stuff like Gremlins, too, is probably where I get my love for, like, the cheesier sort of 80s movies yeah yeah gremlins is something that i didn't grow to appreciate until i was probably like 16 17 years old something like that Mm. but then like once i found it it's one of my favorite things ever it's fucking amazing i have multiple shirts of it i have a gizmo thing you got me a a spike uh doll not doll action figure (laughs) (laughs) oh man um (laughs) And that just sits next to all of my 4Ks and stuff, which is great. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, like it's it's always weird to me because like when I th- another thing when I think of like horror is that what attracted me to it so much, and I think it was because growing up in like a very Christian household, Southern Baptist household, um, it was kind of like like you were saying like it's R-rated, like, you're not supposed to watch this, and so it's, like, breaking a giant rule. Like, suddenly, it's not just, like, oh, I watched the thing I wasn't supposed to watch now, it's, like, you've sinned! And so it's, like, that weird, like, attraction <laughs> of, like, this thing, of, like, you're really not supposed to be doing this, but I kind of want to do that thing. Or at least sort for of, me. Sort of explains me now, I guess. Now I'm just a fucking heathen. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a witch. Everyone knows it. It's a well-known fact. Eat children, cook kittens, it's your thing. Hmm, not kids. <laughs> Didn't deny the children thing though. <laughs> notable. Also, another like another earlier um horror memory is the sixth sense. That movie scared me so much when I was a kid. Me too. Yeah. Same. Scary like, movie. Specifically that bathroom scene when he's in the tent and the kid mm-hmm. like walks by and you see like the gash in his head or something like that. Yeah. Like that part stuck with me for so long when I was a kid. Oh my god, like uh, the uh, the whole feeling has stuck with me. I haven't watched it for probably a, a long time, so I don't know if it still holds up and if I would like still consider it scary or just like sort of cheesy, but the thing that's like so funny about the sixth sense is like there's not a lot of horror in it. Like there's not a lot of ghost stuff. There's occasionally like a sh- shocking image or something like that, but it's it's kind of weird to call it a horror movie in a way because mm-hmm. it's really a suspense movie that happens to have ghosts. Really? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I guess I just haven't seen it in a long, long time. But that, oh man, I thought that movie did so well, just being scared. <laughs> <laughs> like it's definitely a good movie, but like I think like putting it up to other horror movies that I think like are the titans of the genre, like Hereditary and Witch and things like that. Like it's, yeah. it's so different from those like high intensity things. Man, I feel like I have to watch it again to see. <laughs> Look, I'm definitely no expert on this, but so I, I can't say this with a hundred percent certainty, but I feel like the sixth sense 
one thing that it really did well was that the, it, it kind of did the whole plot twist. Like those kind of plot twists. It was kind of one of the first yeah. of it to do that kind of thing. Which, it did. Know, now it's now it's, it's kind of, of like yeah. a trope of like M. Night Shyamalan, but yeah, like now yeah. it's plot twist. The walls were never real or something silly, but I think uh, back then it was pretty. It was it was pretty powerful, you know, because no one no one would have anticipated it. I know? think, um, well, that just like brings me back to like Psycho because there's like a bit of a plot twist on that one too, um, like yeah. the original. That was that's such a good movie, like one of my favorite horror movies. But anyway, <laughs> Psycho's still a great horror movie. Yeah. I think it still holds up tonally. It like it's a really good tone piece and like kind of puts you in this mental state really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to M. Night Shyamalan, there's just one of my favorite things about M. Night Shyamalan is that, yeah, like he was, he's known for the twist now. Like that's his thing. Yeah. If you watch an M. Night Shyamalan movie, you just know to go in expecting a dumb twist at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorites was like, he was gone from filmmaking for a long time. He did that devil movie, which is there's an elevator for like an hour and a half. And there's parts about that that I actually did enjoy when he came back. He did The Visit, where those little kids are like, visiting their grandparents. And then the one he did after that was Split. Which my favorite thing about Split is like it still has a, a, a twist at the end. Um, a big reveal. But my favorite thing about it is that the reveal is that it's actually a sequel to Unbreakable. Like, that's the twist. Is that it's just a sequel. <laughs> that's my favorite part about it, because it's so dumb. I have not seen it. <laughs> But I know we've talked about it a little bit, whether it was on the podcast or just like whatever. But... Right. <laughs> yeah. Just talking. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my favorite thing about that movie. And it's actually a decent movie. That's a bonus, I guess. Um, yeah. So another thing that I want to ask is what is I'll go with Rocky on this one first. So we went with you last first Sam, last time, Sam uh, Rocky. When it comes to like your favorite film of the genre, do you like put your favorite in like this is my favorite of this type of horror movie or like this is my favorite of that type? Or is it just like this is the horror movies that I like and so this one is my favorite? Like, do you have a definitive favorite horror movie? Can you movie? hear me? Is this uh, breaking up? Yeah, we can hear you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just don't want it to be causing large amounts of static um so i i don't think i can tell you that there's probably i i don't i've never really liked slasher movies i mean there's some in the genre i like but for the most part i'm not i i really don't categorize the movies i see into to genres i just you know i'll see something and i'll I'll really like it. I can only say that I'm a fan of horror only through like how much horror movies I've watched versus what other kind of movies I've watched, but I've never been very detail oriented in it, you know? Okay. I just watch whatever. Well, what would you say is your favorite horror movie then? If you had to nail it down, I think, I think right now my favorite horror movie would have to be the wailing. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, the movie made in South Korea, we did a we did an episode on it. Um I'm just telling you know the audience, but 
<laughs> I wasn't like, I, I don't know if you remember that, Jariah. <laughs> we did something on that once. No, but, you know, it's, it's um, you know, a movie about someone who essentially is encountering an entity much like the devil, right? And I would just really just appreciate the stylization of that whole movie. And it's just, you know, it's so long. And it feels like you're you're eating a very hearty meal. That's not. It doesn't leave you wanting more, but it doesn't feel like the amount of time that it is. So the time the time is very satisfying because I always find myself either wanting a movie to end sooner or wishing that they put more in it. You know. Yeah. So yeah. that that was nice, and I just I really I just really like that movie. So that's currently my favorite. Um, I think when I was younger, it would have been something like more raw, like something like visceral, you know, like, like, ah, uh, her- hereditary, you know, like that, but for the, for like the, the, the rawness of it, but that, it doesn't necessarily interest me as much as it used to. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, same question, Sam. Okay. Um, do I have a favorite, what was the question? Do you have like a favorite horror movie, or do you, or do you even like do you categorize horror movies in different like subgenres? Even yeah, I think I, I think I do. I I like a lot of different sort of horror movies. Like I like classics, like um, you know, with Vincent Price and. Uh, Bella Lugosi and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then I like of course the 80s movies um, whether it's like bad 80s movies or whatever <laughs> and then like the 60s and 70s are another weird sort of <laughs> area for horror um, I think my least favorite like era for horror is probably like late 90s early 2000s where it was mostly like you know the i know what you did last summer and um right after scream like really hit it big yeah Yeah. those are like some of my least favorites um (laughs) but yeah i do categorize i sort of i guess categorize my favorite in certain genres or whatever i don't know yeah um I don't know. There's a wide range that I like, but there's a there's certain ones that I just like avoid too, which I said is like the, <laughs> the late nineties, early two thousands, which is I think is a bad time for film anyway, <laughs> personally. It it's just like a weird time for film because everything had really... to be shiny and yeah. fast paced and I it think, was weird. I think that's maybe why I'm like put off by it. It's it's not genuine feeling. Yeah. I guess maybe Every, everything from like from the year 1999 almost like most i would say most like mainstream mo- movies from 1999 to like 2005 feel like a product yeah <laughs> like it's hard to find something in that era that's like this is just a good film like somebody really put their heart and soul into this mm-hmm. and i can't even think of anything like off the top of my head that i guess came out around that time that like i would consider a favorite i mean I, there probably is a few but like my area is probably like you know the 80s and you know way earlier before that (laughs) (laughs) but there's been also like a lot of good 
recent horror movies like you know the witch and hereditary and stuff like that yeah um i think for like the horror genre as a whole we're kind of in a place right now where people are kind of more willing to be more patient with horror movies mm-hmm. and so they want those slower burns they want like the black coat's daughter and the hereditary and the vavitch and mm-hmm. things like that and like they're more willing to accept those into the mainstream um they'll have a, more of a niche audience for sure like they're not gonna do gangbusters like paranormal activity or like saw do um yeah. but i think people are like more accepting of them and willing to like let that be a movie that's just existing more so mm-hmm. like in a theater or something like that yeah like <clears throat> i know that those like the slow burn horror movie does not appeal to like the wider audience like uh, people want to go and they want like fucking jump scares and cheesy like bullshit and that's <laughs> that's kind of the shit I don't normally like at all um, I like more of like a psychological horror I guess yeah like I think I lean more towards liking psychological horror um, because it's something that like stays with you it's not just like a jump scare and you're like ooh that was spooky and then you like move on with your day yeah like the, scare, something... like, the scare is that like it, it's basically it's jarring and that's the only thing it doesn't yeah. stay with you it doesn't do anything yeah i feel like like audiences right now when it comes to like really easy horror and i, I don't mean easy like it's easy to make but just like it's not it's very shallow in a sense um yeah it's i feel like what's happened is the audience has turned very diabetic towards it because they've had so much of it I don't think it's going to do the same thing. I think they're going to have to wait for like a cycle of like a new, a, a fresh group of moviegoers, you know, because your your easygoing audience is probably really jaded with that kind of thing. So I mean, where where would you go? It's a it's a good time to cater to 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 people who want a little bit more out of horror, you know, because it's it. I think it'd just be it's a lot harder to make those kind of movies right now. Yeah, I think you're right actually because I think like. Even if you just look at um, the Conjuring movies, which I, I love the Conjuring 1 and 2 quite a bit, and one of the Annabelle movies a lot. Um, I think like when you look at when Conjuring came out, which is, in its own way, I think an expert film in a lot of ways. But the way that they've gotten that formula down, and like even the newest Conjuring, Conjuring Devil Made Me Do It... Um, I think you're seeing a lot of fatigue with people with that kind of stuff because it doesn't feel like it has like the buzz that like Conjuring 2 had even. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like eight years ago, something like that. I um, don't know. And like, it feels like that kind of ghost thing that was, was so big is kind of coming to its end. And before that, it was like the saws, like the torture porn kind of stuff. Um, I feel like um, um, stuff like what is it? Not House on Haunted Hill. <laughs> Last House on the Left? No, not House on the Left. What hey. is that show that came out then? American Horror Story. No. Oh. <laughs> Chernobyl? No, it's like, like the gothic horror show that came out. There's like two seasons. What the fuck is it called? Penny Dreadful. No. <laughs> Damn it. Let's look. <laughs> and Sam goes to Google. Buffy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess not. Okay. 
What is the fucking uh, what is the fucking show called? There's two seasons. They're both different stories. Um, Supernatural. No, the last one that came out was um. Come on, come on, come on. You're not giving up. <laughs> if, if it's not Buffy or Supernatural, I don't know what it could possibly be. No, it was a Netflix criteria. on Netflix, right? I don't know, Sam. I don't know what you're going for here. Grim. Nope. Castlevania. No. <laughs> oh, um, the House on Haunted yeah. Hill. Not, yeah, the House on Haunted Hill is it? Also, they're, they're not really. If anything, they're like an anthology. They, I don't think there's like a specific yeah, name. Yeah, it's Either like an anthology series. Yeah, it's good though. I really like those. What the haunting it? on the house on the hill. Something like the haunting the, of Hill House. The haunting of Hill House. Fuck Jesus! <laughs> I got it all by myself with no help from Sam. I really thought it was supernatural. <laughs> no, I think I think that's a. Um, I've been seeing a lot of a lot more of that style in horror come out with like indie films and stuff like that, um, where it's a little more the scares are a little more subtle, and it's sort of like gothic horror. Um, yeah, <laughs> which I'm good with because I like that. <laughs> yeah, like the gothic horror style does seem to be kind of going in vogue right now. Mm-hmm. Like just kind of gloomy. Uh, <laughs> despair just yeah. general despair yeah <laughs> um but yeah mike flanagan was the director of all of that stuff and i think that he might be the person who leads horror forward for a little while actually mm-hmm. like how james wan was for a long time when he started saw and then conjuring i want to see more ari aster uh, well that's the thing ari aster i think is done with horror you think so that would be so tragic because I, man Right after Midsummer, I remember reading an interview with him and him saying, like, I think I'm done with the horror genre for a little while. I think I want to do a dark comedy. Um, and so I think the next project he's working on is just a dark comedy. Man. We'll see how that goes. Was that Hereditary? No, that was supposed to be like a family trauma thing. Family drama. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I like his style. <laughs> Nothing more dramatic than seeing someone's head get sawed off. You know? <laughs> it's like, no, no, that's high quality family drama. <laughs> that family has a lot of issues. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of funny though because it kind of is just a family drama that I think we even talked about this on the hereditary episode. That like, <laughs> it's just heightened because there's more stakes to it. Yeah. Could you imagine that conversation though? Like, oh man, that family. Well, look, I don't want to get into it. It's not my business. But that family had a lot of issues. What do you mean? <laughs> Look, I mean, it's not my business, but look, so the kid accidentally knocks the little sister's head off. It happens, but the mom is <laughs> entirely crazy, burns her husband alive, which, you know, some 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 women got to do this. I don't know. It's not my business. Then saws her own head off, and, you know, the kid, he, he overreacts and plunges himself off of, I don't know, well, he's he died, and then he came back to life, as you do, you know? <laughs> 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 Look, I'm gonna say it doesn't sound like a family drama to me. <laughs> it like, Listen, like I don't like to movie. invade into family spaces. It just seems like it's a little dramatic. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> There's no excuse. You can't excuse the the high peaks of that movie as family drama. It's been very disingenuous. If I'm being entirely honest. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I think it does like take drama and inject horror into a 
dramatic situation very well, which is something, mm-hmm. again, we talked about in length in that very long hereditary episode. Yeah. It was like almost three hours. Jesus Christ. But if you like, yeah. if you if you tell a story and then you inject horror, it no longer becomes a drama. Like, hey, I got to tell you the newest family drama. You, you know, Petey? Yeah, yeah, he had an argument. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he killed the guy and, and then his wife and then his children. Really dramatic. It, it, at some point, it becomes horror. You're right. You know, you're right. It's, it's a severe <laughs> enough peak. <laughs> you know, it's like that's horrific. Yeah, but it's also dramatic because you know people argue. <laughs> you're cur- You're right. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, so I guess, like, same question to you. What was the question? Um, yeah. I I do I do fall into <laughs> pudding. Um movies and like horror movies into subgenres of them and like it's something that i don't like to do a lot of the time because it feels kind of um like it's kind of talking down to some directors you know they put like a lot of blood sweat and tears into it like it feels weird to put james wan and mike flanagan in the same like tier as ari aster because like no doubt they're both craftsmen in what they do but like ari aster feels like he's on a different level of filmmaking almost um and so I do fall into putting them into subgenres a lot of the time. I have like a favorite of every subgenre. Um, I feel that just like makes you and Sam like high functioning individuals, and I'm just like a horror trash trash monster that just consumes it mindlessly. <laughs> I doesn't even give it the, <laughs> the, the thought as to what it is, you know. <laughs> um, but like honestly, I think for me, if something that like does meld the the high concept horror stuff really well and just the craftsmanship of horror. Um, I think conjuring is kind of like the golden tier of like, if you're trying to introduce somebody to more serious horror, I think that's like a bridge from popcorn horror into more serious stuff, because I think that there are enough slow moments in there and character building that it kind of would show the idea of like what deeper horror can be to somebody. Like, maybe don't show somebody uh, The Haunting of Hill House right away if they don't like horror. Um, like, maybe show them, like, Lights Out, then The Conjuring, then Haunting of Hill House, you know? But what if it, like, um, uh, backfires and they absolutely hate, like, Lights Out? <laughs> I was not a huge fan of Lights Out because I thought it was kind of eh, shitty. <laughs> I think it's I like a fun genre film. <laughs> Two things. I just snorted. It happens. Uh, yeah. Second, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, um, I actually think that Hill House would be a pretty good starter point because I feel like it appeals to an audience larger than just horror fans. It's look. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's pretty diluted stuff in a sense. It's 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 just extremely well written. Like I never went to mm-hmm. like there are parts in Hill House that were I guess kind of scary but for the most part i wasn't like you know i i had i think i started watching it because jariah said something like the ending almost made him cry and i was like well i gotta check this bad boy out so i i went in expecting like really stellar writing and i i think you can approach that piece beyond just being a horror which i think makes it a, a very good gateway um, you make a good point, actually. But like, yeah, I think Bly Manor is a better for me anyway. I know that there's like a lot of different opinions on Bly Manor, and a lot of people are really disappointed with it. 
Um, I don't. I I kind of don't really consider Bly Manor to be much of a horror thing, because there's not a lot of horror in it. There's kind of happens to be ghosts, sort of. Um, but like the characters in that are just really good. Like I just found myself attached to them immediately. I felt like in Bly Manor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has like it does have like the old like gothic horror feel to it. But in like a more modern setting, <laughs> it's just yeah. like the, the penny dreadful feel to it. <laughs> a more modern setting, or like the whole, yeah. um, yeah, older films. But yeah, I want to see more of that, and I think it does appeal to a lot of people. I feel like those shows in general did, or those seasons appealed to a lot of people they for sure did do super well and like again like mike flanagan i think is a really great director like he did the shining sequel dr sleep mm-hmm. which again also people have very mixed opinions about that uh gerald's game he did the ouija prequel which not enough people talk about like the original ouija movie is based off a of hasbro game produced by fucking hasbro <laughs> um and it's like very the first one's very clearly like a teen cash in like kill these teens off the kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then mike flanagan comes in and makes a prequel that is 10 times better than the original and almost makes you want to like the original (laughs) because of how good the prequel is just in like building itself up and again like he's a pro at gothic horror um all of his stuff is gothic horror he did oculus as well and hush like he's he he's the dude to call if you need like some really great gothic horror i think um yeah, I like Mike Flanagan a lot. A lot of people don't, though, I've learned. Um, so here's another question I have. Um, Sam. Okay. What do you think is one of the most underrated horror movies? Like, what's one that like you absolutely love and everybody just like, oh, this thing? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's it's hard to say because i feel like every horror movie is like appreciated by appreciated in their like certain genre spheres i guess um and that like the majority of people wouldn't like (laughs) man god i could probably think of like a huge list (laughs) um it's weird. I I feel like the witch falls into this, or the vavitch. The vavitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it is like a really slow burn. A lot of people like got really bored of it, but then the, there's this whole other like section of people that are like, "This movie is fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's perfectly atmospheric and like everything I want in a horror movie." Um, so that one's like very like split. Um, yeah and then like the thing that's like so tricky about that movie is that it almost tricks you into thinking it's going to be more than what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because the first 10 minutes are so fucking intense yeah <laughs> so much happens in those 10 minutes that you think it's just gonna be like a railroad like holy shit this thing's happening but like it's not like that happens and then you get to deal with the family dealing with that mm-hmm. and kind of watching this religious family deal with the hypocrisy of their religion more or less uh which is great for as somebody who doesn't Mm -hmm. have a vested interest in religion myself Um, yeah (laughs) 
I guess another one, which is so, sort of recent and relevant, is Suspiria. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that one is controversial. <laughs> At least on this show. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like, man, there's so many. <laughs> I wish I would have had, like, way more time to, like, write a list or think about things. But, um... I feel like I I I sort of tend to find weird like niche movies anyway. You do. Um like I said like I don't really like the most popular genres of <laughs> horror. Just like jump scare bullshit. <laughs> There's a lot of jump scare bullshit. But yeah. I think that's kind of the thing that's so interesting about horror is because like, people who really, really love horror, like, do, like, oh, that fucking jump scares. But, like, that's what so many people want in their horror movies, right? Is just they want to be shocked for a second and then be able to forget about it. Yeah. Because most people don't actually like going and laying down in bed and being haunted by the thoughts that a movie gave them. <laughs> I've learned. Not when it's, like, legitimately scary. Like, I don't want to watch something legitimately scary right before bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'll watch a really dumb, like, bad horror movie or something before bed but <laughs> yeah what was that one movie that we watched on a whim the lodge not the lodge the lodge yeah yeah like you don't want to watch the lodge before you go to bed no that just gives so many bad feels that that movie makes bad you vibes. feel fucked up when you wake up if you go to watch it and then immediately yeah. go to bed uh as somebody who did that like literally i was just like i need to go to bed because i don't want to think about this because and i woke it, up feeling bad yeah it, it, you know you have to it's such funny like that a, you do that because feeling <laughs> like studying like they say when you study if you study right before bed and go to bed you have a higher chance of like absorbing that information like study and then go to bed and i'm like i wonder what that did to you like you just absorbed it as like just raw data just like okay we need to we need to figure out how to survive in this in this world got to internalize this now brain have this you, is a part of you have you watched that movie rocky no no i haven't i'm actually really curious about it but i also i um I, I yeah, I, I'm curious about it. Tell you should tell me about that because I I I actually might watch it if it's you know it's the kind of movie that you really want to watch when you're up in the woods in a cabin on a wintry night with a family or just not <laughs> do that. <laughs> Is so, it kind of like people who are emotionally attached to each other watch each other die kind of thing? No, so okay, it's very not. it's very weird. We went on to we went in kind of detail into it in post credits, but this is a horror thing, so uh, we should go more into detail on this again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but me and Sam were, like, trying to just find a horror movie one weekend when she was here to watch, and we were, like, scrolling through for probably, like, 25-30 minutes, as you do when you're trying to find something. We tried to watch The Relic, and then learned that it was, like, $17 to rent, so fuck that. <laughs> so we didn't watch that. Um, and we found The Lodge, like, well, this one? I guess. It ended up being very good. But also, um, really heavy. <laughs> it's extremely heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, divorced family, and they have kids, and like right off the bat, you get like <laughs> heavy, heavy imagery and um, themes. It's so. I have a question for you. Then it just Would keeps you... on going like that. 
Would you ever like to do a podcast episode where I haven't seen it and I watch it? Yeah, I would love absolutely. that. <laughs> I'm definitely down. If if you said so, don't tell me any more about it. Uh, just set a time down for that, and I'll I'll uh I'll I'll uh hop on and we can we can do that because I'm definitely interested. That would be fantastic because that's one mm-hmm. that like <laughs> we maybe should have thought about it beforehand because we did a we, on the post credits live show we we started talking into detail. We spoiled the whole fucking thing on it. <laughs> and E was sitting here the whole time. And it was probably like an hour of me and Sam talking about every gritty detail of this movie. <laughs> and by the end of it, it looked like E was going to cry. And I feel really bad about it. But it was... Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am definitely game to watch that. I actually missed that quite a bit, just sitting down and Watching those kind of God, that used to be so fun. How we would just fuck ourselves up with horror movies. <laughs> Still do it occasionally when Sam's here. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, you know, during this whole trip thing, maybe you know it's in our cards. Yeah, nice? I mean, we I tend to stay up much later than everybody else, so we could definitely stay up and fuck ourselves up with the horror movie on this vacation. Yeah, that's a good time. Yeah, <laughs> everybody goes to the bed crying and don't, doesn't like look at each other the next day. <laughs> 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 uh, well, same, same question to you, Rocky. Do you think there's like an underrated horror movie that you just love that you just feel like nobody talks about enough? Yeah, I do. I think um, I. It's gonna sound silly, but actually, The Wailing, I do feel this way about. I, uh, <laughs> I can't. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. But I can't believe that I found it on a random whim. I was like, oh, this looks interesting, mm-hmm. and I can't believe I never heard about that movie. Prior. I can't believe people don't talk about that movie. And maybe I'm just like, just not seeing what's wrong with it. Because I mean, you know, you get really hyped up about a movie. It's hard to see its its imperfections. But I just I don't get it. I really don't. I mean, I I I didn't know about that movie either until you brought it to our attention. I mean, a good chance is because it's a Korean movie, and like, yeah, a lot of you know American people don't want to watch. And like read subtitles and shit. It's it's a very real thing. Some people really hate reading subtitles, like Liz. Like if a movie is subtitles only, she will just straight up not watch it. It also might be one of those films that like um people discover way later on. I feel like Old Boy was one of those movies. Yeah, it was. Um and then people will talk about it and consider it um I, I guess a classic. <laughs> There's uh this YouTube channel I watched, I don't even remember the name of it. But he did a video on it a few months after we did our podcast thing. I was like, ha, we beat him to it. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but then like he did that and some and like nobody in the comments knew what that movie was at all. Mm-hmm. I it was like feeling like I was like in the, the cool kids club, like I knew about <laughs> this already. Thanks to another person that told me. <laughs> it kills me because it's like that that director made this fantastic piece of art. And he's mm-hmm. not even gonna get the the credit. I mean, he's going to get the credit for it, but it's like, it's just going to, you know, drift off in the wind. So it does kind of kill me a little bit, but it's, it is what it is. You know, it's, that's a very common thing to happen. Yeah. I can't see that movie like drifting off and like being totally forgotten. Like I said, I think it's going to be one of those things that people will watch over time and then, um, you know, start talking about it. Yeah, I th- I think you're correct. I guess what I mean more is like, I do feel like what a director gets 
afforded to them to do in the future depends on the success of prior um, things they've made. And I and I think to myself, what could this? How could it could it, could it have propelled this director's artistic vision if from the success of that he was allotted more resources? You know, Unless, of so, course, his artistic vision was the thing that we feared it was, and that it's actually extremely xenophobic. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just makes like a like an info about like how people from Japan are evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like I actually I uh, wound up really liking the whaling quite a bit. Even things that when we did the episode that I didn't like about it, I go back thinking about it now, and the fact that they linger with me still um, speaks volumes to it, I think, actually. Um, It's like, you know what it is? It's like, for me, it's such a heavy movie, but it's so light at the same time. Like, there's just movies, like, that are heavy, and it's just like, you're like, fuck. And every time you think about it, it's like, you, you put like a brick wall up because you're like, I don't really want to examine that one too closely. <laughs> and then for that one, it's heavy, but at the same time, it's it's done in such a way that it, it's, you enjoy, when, when you do think about it, it it's, it's not like, oh God, it's like, well, that was, that was enjoyable to watch that kind of heaviness. Yeah, so it, for sure. It, it plays off those two, two feelings in a way that I think has I don't come back to it often. I tend to like gorge on something and move on, you know. Yeah. Um, but it it is it is something that I I particularly liked about that movie. Yeah, like I think at least things in my recent memory, the movie that I think like just never gets talked about is the Black Coat's Daughter. Oh yeah. And like I've tried to show it to so many people, and like I'm like, isn't that amazing? Everyone's like, it was okay, I guess. But, like, that movie, like, just feels like this whole other experience for me. Yeah. I've never seen this movie. I've watched it once. Uh, We watched it together. Yeah. Or maybe you showed it to me and you watched it previously. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, that movie also, like, makes you feel sort of bad. I don't know. (laughs) Fucking... Because it's dark. Like, there's yeah. not a single moment in that movie from the intro to the end mm-hmm. where you feel good about what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, the entire tone is dour and kind of suffocating, actually. Yeah. Purposely so, because, you know, <laughs> it's about Satan. Yeah. Um, I've never seen the movie. It's really great. Uh, the easy plot of it is that there is Don't a tell couple... Because maybe we can do, do this one, too, at some point. If you really okay, like yeah. showing people. I mean, we'll... <laughs> I'm gonna. I gotta remember to write these two down: the lodge and the black coat's daughter. Yeah. If you if you do speak highly of it, you know, then I'll, I'll definitely. Watch yeah, it. I I really love it, and I remember one day I showed it to Robbie, uh, and he fell asleep, and yeah. I asked him what he thought about, it, and he's like, uh, it was pretty boring, actually. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I think that was the time that I watched it. Yeah, I think too. so too. Yeah. You did that but to he... me once when I showed you the barbarian sound studio yeah the that movie i don't remember much about it (laughs) but the one thing i do remember is there's this one shot of just like the person fading away into darkness that's literally all i remember about that movie though yeah uh sam have you seen it no i've never heard of it 
So it's like a really indie movie. I wouldn't say that it's... I actually think it's a good movie. Um, It's kind of about uh, this guy who works in a film studio for horror movies. I think of a particular director and just his kind of descent into madness. And so like it has this this sense of like there's really nothing going on but the more that they record the screaming and stuff the more it kind of tricks you into thinking there's something going on they do like this take of this this woman being like murdered and she's in the she's in the the uh, booth and she's screaming and they have to retake the take and so like the screams become like this awful thing right <laughs> um yeah but it's definitely worth checking out i think but yeah jariah was half only half interested when he first what is it called again the barbarian sound film barbarian sound film okay <laughs> yeah um i wish i had more of a memory of it honestly because i don't i don't even remember like the basic plot of it i just remember that one shot and that one shot is really cool and i think that's why it sticks with me because uh, it's actually a pretty gorgeous shot but there's nothing else about that movie like even really comes to mind um so nothing ha- happens in it it's it's like it's literally this guy doing rec- recordings for these movies and uh it's but i i swear the one thing that does stick with me is when that woman's screaming and they're like scream like she screams and he's like again and she screams again and the director's like what's what's wrong with what's what's wrong for why is she not doing it the way i want it done and he like goes and berates her and basically is like emotionally abusive towards her and then she has to go in and you can see she's clearly upset and you kind of suspect that they're the director has kind of taken advantage of their relationship in like a, so... a, a a sexual way you know and so then he's like scream again and then she does it again and it's just and then scream again and it's just like this it's kind of like a like a mind fuck you know so basically what uh fucking what's his name Kubrick did to what's her name <laughs> i can't think of her name i can't think of names in uh the shining (laughs) kind of actually yeah 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 yeah. and it's it's just just really there's a lot of things because it's just like you're you know he's going into this descent of madness so he's kind of like questioning like am i in hell and so he hears these screams and so you're watching and the way they twist is like well maybe these people are dying and then it's like no they're not dying this dude's literally just like isolated in this booth doing this all the time and then it's like well this is also emotionally jarring because this you know this these screams are coming from a, a, a different place for this person now and then it's just a constant scream again and then this god-wrenching scream scream again god-wrenching scream like emotional loose scream again god-wrenching scream and it's just like i don't know it's it's cool it's not like it's it's not like if, if you were to do like the top 10 list of the heaviest things and uh, and movie, it's definitely not going to make the top ten list, but it's it's very interesting what they did there. Talking about this actually reminded me of a movie, and I can't remember the name of it, Sam. But we watched it last year around Halloween. Um, was it the one um, that was like news? Yeah. What was it? And I cannot think of the name of it. I've been here trying to Google it. Um, um it was on Shutter. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> See, when you say news, I know this isn't the one, but it reminds me of Pawnee which is another. I was actually going to yeah. bring up Pawnee That movie's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's it definitely. And I would say Barbarian Sound Film has kind of a, a, a very similar, um, a similar 
take like Pawnee Pool does. It's like you don't really see anything terrible. I think you might see something terrible at the end of Pawnee Pool, if I recall. I think there's Correctly. like some blood and violence at the end of Pawnee Pool. Yeah, okay, but I for got... the most part, it's kind of like, is it happening? Is it not happening? Yeah, yeah. Pool plays with. I got the name of that movie. Um, it's WNUF Halloween Special. Yes. That, that one was really That movie is so much freaking fun. It is. <laughs> that is just like the most like nostalgia filled thing <laughs> in the world. Like it made it made me feel like I was seven again. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> On Halloween. <laughs> yeah. W N U F watched it. W N U F. Guys are, got all the good ones. W N U F horror Hall- special. Halloween, Halloween special. special. Uh it's on Shutter Rocky. Maybe we could watch this here next week because it's actually only like an hour long. Yeah. But it like it's fake commercials and like you know that feeling when you were a kid, maybe you had this, maybe not. I had it a lot. But like it's around horror season and so like the news things are like all Halloween decorations, everyone in costume all the time, and they're trying to be spooky, but they're like lame thirty eight year old white dudes <laughs> with like seven kids. Uh and like they're doing corny like newscasts and they're talking about like the horror things happening in the community and haunted houses and like, ooh, here's the horror special. And then like everything's kind of horror themed like in the news and then there's like the haunted house special and it keeps going back to this dude and he's doing dumb interviews and like all the dumb commercials around then um it's that but like good (laughs) (laughs) it's like a horror comedy sort of and like it has like fake commercials in there that feel like commercials from that era Mm -hmm. but like still very funny yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh, I would definitely check it out. I I really love love that nostalgic stuff, but it kind of mm-hmm. reminds me, and maybe this comes from that. Is I remember a few times I would see these clips, and they were like news clips, but they were like, "What the heck is going on?" And one of them, and the reason why is because WNUF sounds very familiar to me. And let me let me throw something back at you and just see if this actually was a part of that. But I I remember I was actually um. Of someone was showing me this it was like um it was like this alert that things were happening and to stay in the stay in your house and everything was going to be fine and then the alert gets really like weird and it's like all of a sudden it's like it's like don't listen to the sirens or something like that and then it's like do 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 and then it's like it kind of like tries to like erase the message it, it just sent you know um, does that sound like what they were doing with that, or is that is that not? No, no. Okay, that must. Be no, something. it's literally like somebody recorded like a really super corny horror special from a news station, mm-hmm. and then you found the VHS tape. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty uh, dope. I checked that out. It's it's hard to explain to make it sound good. Yeah. Because the point of it is kind of that it's dumb and silly, and like it makes you go back to being that age. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, and- I think that would be fantastic, honestly. I, I actually, um, I really do miss that kind of stuff. So yeah, I'd definitely be more than happy to check that out. Yeah, it was, it's, it's super, super fun. Um, man, this is good. Yeah. A I few other, this. um, actually I want to just like talk about a few other. Okay. For sure. Movies. <laughs> I feel like are maybe underrated or haven't been like, um, I don't know. Aren't like as popular, maybe. <laughs> but um, first the ritual. I don't know. Have you seen that one? The rich is that the one with the it's people a up in the fantastic mountain? Fantastic movie. Yeah. Um. The 
the English guys that go um, yes, on a hiking camping so trip good. in Sweden. Yeah, it is really, really good. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> just like go watch it. You can stream it. I think it's on Netflix. Yes, it is. Um, another one is The Void, which just gave me so many Silent Hill and Evil Within um, like vibes. The monsters are very like Evil Within-ish. And, and everything else in the plot is just Silent Hill. Very Silent Hill. It's so it's so cool. <laughs> I have mixed feelings about that one. I, I can see I where all the love comes it. from, though. I, I think it's on Netflix. Uh, yeah. Yeah, The or Void. The Void. Um, but another all-time favorite movie of mine. Horror movie. I don't know if you can actually consider this a horror movie. Maybe sort of, but it's just Mask of the Red Death with Vincent Price. I know I've probably talked about it a little bit before. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's so good. It's so good. It's like probably one of his best roles. Honestly. It's one of the Vincent Price movies I've not seen, too. You should watch it. Maybe it's we'll, real good. Maybe we'll do a mini episode on it one of these days yeah. since we've established that's a thing now. Yeah. Apparently. You can watch so many old like Vincent Price movies on YouTube. They're just up. Yeah. They're yeah. old enough, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not illegal. Just watch wherever you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah. you know what was a good one that um you told me is actually not good after it loses it's kind of like searching for the video online thing <laughs> that that movie from that town in new york the poughkeepsie tapes oh yeah, yeah. i such a fantastic experience when it's like really shitty quality off the internet you feel like yeah. you're watching something you shouldn't be. And then I guess from what you told me when you actually like see it on like a streaming service or like rent it where the quality's good, it's actually really not good. Yeah, so like that's one of those things. I'm gonna tell this story. I might have told it once before, but I'm gonna tell it again here. We were trying to watch that martyrs movie for like six hours straight. We were trying to find somewhere to watch it anywhere because it just wasn't on a streaming thing. Um, and this is when we were kind of obsessed with trying to watch like the most shocking dramatic thing we possibly could. <laughs> and so you wanted to show me martyrs. Um, so we searched and searched and searched that and like, okay, we can't get a, a good quality. One of these, cause every time we press play it plays for like two minutes and it stops. It's like, all right, fuck it. Uh, what about this other one? The Poughkeepsie tapes. And so that one, we had a little more luck with it every year, every now and again with it that night. And then we finally found one that just straight up worked and it was the original cut of it. And it was like very rough cut. And it was like streaming off the internet, like 480p. And so like the mockumentary style of it mixed with us, like searching on the internet and watching this thing that doesn't, this never at that point had never had a public release before. It felt like a deep web fantasy. Yes, it did. <laughs> and it felt like we should not be watching this. We shouldn't be here. So they're going to arrest us any minute. <laughs> um, and so, like, there was, we had that whole thing mixed with it, and we we're like super tired from sort of trying to find this movie to watch all night. And we like finished it at 2 a.m. or something like that. And I just remember going to bed that night and having nightmares because of like what we watched. And so I had like this great image in my mind. This is like one of the most haunting movies ever. I was like, it deserves all the praise it's ever gotten from random people on the internet because critics never really saw it. They had one critic screening. So, um, <laughs> And then fast forward blah, seven years ish, and I f find out that there's just a Blu ray special edition physical release that's stupid expensive. 
And I'm like, okay, well, I clearly have to get this and show it to everybody and shock them and give them nightmares. And so I bought it for $35 on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> and the first time I bet you showed it to someone, you, you had to pretty much like apologize. Like, that's not what that movie's like. Yeah, yeah. So I, Robbie was living with us at the time. And so like, Robbie, you got to sit down and watch this movie. It's so fucked up. You, you're, you freak out. And we're sitting there watching it, and it's, like, nice and shiny, and it feels like a movie. <laughs> and, like, Robbie's, like, kind of into it. He's like, yeah, the story's interesting and stuff, I guess. But, like, the interviews that are super corny uh, or, like, feel like <laughs> they're maybe, like, unprofessionals doing it. When you find it on the internet at 2 in the morning, is like, man, that's, like, a real interview right there. <laughs> and when you, like, pop it into your Blu-ray player, you're like, oh, this guy got, like, 750 and a Big Mac to be in this, didn't he? <laughs> like, they just found this dude in a Walmart somewhere. Um yeah very different vibe like it's all very clean and fresh and even like the distorted video effects that are supposed to be in it don't look like distorted video effects anymore um i think it's still okay like there's good ideas in there but i think it's maybe uh uh, maybe not what it should have been in my well not what it actually was in my mind i should say it's not it wasn't actually what i thought it was in my mind because at the end i was like that was a it was different when I saw it, Robbie. It was a. Uh, I swear to God. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm not sure if you are the one that like showed that movie to me, but I've watched it and I don't remember fucking anything about it. <laughs> and that's I would totally say the different. only thing that probably still stands and good horror is when, he, and maybe I'm. I haven't seen the clean version of it. I've saw the the grimy, you know, we had to pull this from six different locations. <laughs> <version>. <laughs> uh, but I would I would think that a, a good there would be two parts of it that would still be really solid. That's when that woman is tied up and he slithers into the room and it, and punctures her throat with a Yeah. I think that would probably still be solid even if it's clean. Just because so they the- actually use a different take for that in the official release and it's clean and like extremely clear image <laughs> and so you can see it's this lame dude wearing a shitty mask oh. instead of like this guy who looks like he's disfigured and wearing like a weird monster mask and like oh kind of okay. fucked up it's just a dude crawling into a room and puts needles in a lady's <laughs> okay. neck <Okay. laughs> never mind that. I, I was going to say that the other part that I would have thought <laughs> but I'm probably gonna be wrong. Is when the the when he put that God, I can't remember what happened in that story, but he I think he puts like the woman in a coffin and makes her right. live there. And then I th- and there's like this whole story of how she was like emotionally abused, and then when he came back for her, she left with him. You know? So yeah, there's a. Like that's scary the, too. Yeah, I think that stuff actually does still hold up with the lady who he like stalks and kidnaps and like puts in a dungeon and mistreats her and she ends up getting um what's that thing called when like you side with your kidnapper? Yeah, and doesn't she there's something that made it more grotesque. It was like her arms and legs were sawed off or something. Yeah, yeah. She her was arms kind of like turned into a doll or some something. That reminds me, like, sorry, I don't know if you want to keep going on this, but that reminds me of, like, this anthology movie we rented. It was an Asian horror, 
there is like three or four like different disturbing short films and one of them was um i I don't even remember what it was called but one of them was um this lady um her husband was in the war or something and he's like a quadruple amputee or something like that and like there was a lot of disturbing body horror in that, and just like abuse I know from what you're her. Talking about. Yeah, I remember yeah, that one. yeah. That one, that one was like stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, body horror is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. We learned a lot of fucked up things, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> that all that video store also just had a ton of fucked up things. A lot of extreme. There's a lot of extreme like Asian horror. Yeah. There. There's tons of faces of death too. Yeah, like not behind like a beaded curtain, like adults only. It was <laughs> just, just like out there next to Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Um, I mean that's yeah. its own like I I mean I I wouldn't call myself a sub categorizer, but I feel like Faces of Death is its own. You're going yeah. into a very different kind of hallway, and the kind of clientele you're you're trying to attract might be slightly different. You know, like Faces of Death is like you know how like Haunting of Hill House I argued might be a good opener for you know uh, heavier horror. I would say Faces of Death is probably a good opener for like you know like just horror porn. You know, I mean, yeah. Like, like, oh, I don't know if you're gonna like this. So I'll show you this first. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i couldn't yeah. imagine just... showing like any like sort of horrible exploitation film like that to somebody that doesn't even like horror yes yeah, like <laughs> i watch uh, i watch paranormal activity that yeah, spooked me out to, for like, years eat. oh, like, oh wait till you see this vomit <laughs> well you know it would be exceptionally cruel and i don't think anyone should ever do this because it's a very cruel thing to do but like yeah the, the but if you want to see good acting you should see faces of death, and then like someone watches that whole thing, assuming it's all like actors, you know. And then you tell them afterwards that it wasn't actors, like that that was all real. This is just real footage, and they're like, "Oh, oh, real, cool, really? Oh, <laughs> that's like something like the psychopathic fifteen-year-old brother." <laughs> you know, like like a story you would hear about, like some, you know, like adolescent psychopath tormenting his siblings. That's and like then he went on a killing spree. Yeah, that's day. what you hear about, like the next up and coming genre. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um. But yeah, back to Poughkeepsie. Um. Yeah, I think like the stuff with him kidnapping that woman actually holds up as being freaky pretty well, in my opinion. The acting isn't great. It's not solid acting. I'm not going to lie to you and say it is. But I think the idea of it, of just like being in this woman's house and watching them and then kidnapping her and turning her into like this little slave thing is pretty fucked up still. I think that that holds that holds water, in my opinion. It was terrifying. Definitely yeah. terrifying. Yeah. When I saw it, but I saw the, you know, I saw the other version. Of you saw thing. the good version, which is the one that yeah. I don't think you can even find that version anymore. No, not 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 today not today yeah but there was a time there's a time you know we still haven't even seen um uh, i guess this is for the people watching but we, you know jerry had talked earlier about um we hadn't seen martyrs then i would say that we haven't seen martyrs now yeah still we still have it. not <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's still hard to watch it turns out <laughs> i could get the american version but you, you don't when you got the you know I, it was french originally right 
French or Korean? I think it's French. I think martyrs. Martyrs? I think. Let me look up. Sam will do a Google, but I think it might be right on the French thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, like when you're trying to be disturbed, you don't go for the the knockoff. You go for the original. Yeah, Yeah, you don't want the American light in this. This you want. You want the that really hardcore, you know, French stuff that you have to, you know, pour onto the table and you know, (laughs) snort it all up. That's my metaphor. I don't know. There's probably better metaphors out there. That's my metaphor. <laughs> I don't really know anything about martyrs. I just heard that it's like really disturbing and stuff. That's what I've heard also. I don't know. Like sort of. I don't know. Is it going to be like the Antichrist? <laughs> or way worse? No. Way worse. Way worse. Yeah. I think it'd be worse. It's, I think it usually... It, it, so look, I mean, look, you know, those lists today have far out exceed, you know, yeah. those lists of like the most disturbing movies there, there became like, I kind of cut them down between like pre um, Serbian film and like post Serbian <laughs> film. And so we, we were on that on the pre Serbian. So I still haven't seen that movie, have no intention to see that movie. Yeah. No. yeah. But so I don't know, really, because, you know, that's the bar now. <laughs> I mean, it may have already been passed, and there could be something else out there, way worse. But for before pre-Serbian film, Martyrs would make your your top thirteen. Top yeah, 10, top like 13. I watched, um, I watched one of those iceberg things of like the most disturbing horror films or whatever on YouTube, and I think a Serbian film and like um, Salo were like on the second or third tier, and Martyrs was like on, like way down there yeah yeah there's <laughs> like a closer to the Salo, end Salo, that's the 120 days of sodom, of sodom. Yeah. yeah i watched it but i got you know it was so like um i don't know it just it wasn't really what i had thought so it was just mostly uncomfortable it, was it just looks of... like from what i've seen it looks mostly like um just like scat porn <laughs> Basically. Yeah, it's kind of just like, like it's kind of like that. Yeah, and so I I watched it with Robbie, and I actually couldn't look at Robbie after watching that movie. <laughs> I think I remember oh saying something like, "I have to go home now. We probably won't ever talk again." And I like left that. Like sort of in the vein of like Human Centipede, but like uh, worse. Like Human Centipede is like an introduction to scat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you want to, yeah. or just like John show... Waters is uh, to, with Divine as an introduction to Scat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I hate John Waters. I yeah, he's like kind him. of the worst. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, he's not horror. He just makes weird. There, there was a time guns. in my life where people would be like, "Oh, you like just like I because I, I would like use it as like a badge of honor of like I like fucked up horror films." <laughs> yeah. And I would like tell people that, and like, "Oh, you like fucked up horror films? Have you ever seen?" And they're like, "Get close, get close." Human centipede. <laughs> I know, right? Like, <laughs> I, like that's like the normie, like extreme exploitation film. Yeah. <laughs> nope, that's pretty we surface were, level. <laughs> we were s- sipping at the time. We were sipping on that top shelf August Underground Mortem. <laughs> we like, well, let me let me serve you this 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 fine beverage right here, and then you know, and then it turns out that you know, hey, there's actually 
you know, I, I can't. But the thing is, if it can be worse than that, I really don't want to see it because that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't ever want to like tell someone like, "Oh, you think Human Centipede is bad." Well, let me show you a movie that'll have you double guessing if you like bathtubs anymore. <laughs> like. <laughs> Really, anything that 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 movie is just kind of funny. Really, yeah, yeah the, the thing is that movie is so severe. It oh, it, it, it it like warps into like this weird fantasy because it's like outlandish how severe that movie is. You know what I mean? I guess yeah, outlandish how right. severe. Yeah, which is the only reason that movie's tolerable, from my understanding. Serbian film doesn't necessarily feel that outlandish. Right? It's I think just it's mostly the underage. Severe underage stuff that puts me off <laughs> and the incestuous stuff <laughs> so have you have you seen that movie Sam? i have not seen it i've watched a lot of videos on it um and i have no desire to ever see it in my life and, and we're talking about the serbian film right yeah <laughs> yeah uh august underground mortem also had underage stuff that make that movie really, really yeah I, uh... bad you know but I feel yeah. like the the Serbian films because I haven't really. Robbie definitely was like Robbie's like I think Robbie has seen it at this point. So at the time Robbie hadn't seen it, but he's like that's on my <laughs> list of things to watch, man. I have to. And so you know, but he told me about it, and it sounded like it was like it was less violent than August Underground Mortem, but less outlandish, which actually makes the severity of it, at least in my my sense, because I again I don't I. I imagine I know less about the movie than you do. It's just that it just seemed like a very severe, you know, there's a lot of, it was really just nastiness. With that yeah. Movie. Yeah. Though uh, there's a uh, Salo actually, speaking of these, these iceberg tears, I guess <laughs> I have a friend who genuinely loves Salo as a film uh, and considers it high art, nice. like genuinely, like no joke, like no playing around, like, he thinks it's one of the most important films ever made. Well, like both like a Serbian film and like Salo were like said to be like political. Um, I guess what's the word? Um, They're kind of like political takedowns, very politically driven from what I understand. Yeah, and I like, think Salo actually, because he made that film and for somehow it's political, I think he actually did get killed because of it yeah like political commentary that's what yeah political commentary yeah Uh, i'm not sure maybe probably maybe i think i think that's i do remember there was there was outlash about that movie and it just it doesn't seem that way because like in the united states you can make political commentary about whatever and people like shake their fist at you and you'll probably get death threats from fanatics but you're usually not targeted by the government i'm pretty sure the movie he was making commentary on that was the kind of place where you can potentially get targeted by your government, and so the to us it may oh, not yeah, feel definitely. like you watch that movie. It's like ah, that's you know we're doing we we throw that kind of shade at our uh, you know at our politicians all the time, easy peasy, right? But like in those places, it's like uh, you might you may not want to step foot in those countries. You might not want to tell all the politicians that all they do is eat shit and fuck each other. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you're American, sure, that's just part of the game. But <laughs> I don't know, because like, I mean, yeah, like you can do it here and you're not going to you're probably not going to like get 
harassed or anything, but you're definitely gonna get backlash. Oh yeah, like, you'll get like severe <laughs> like abuse from like people, like fanatics and stuff. Yeah, you, you can potentially have a random person come in your house with a gun because I know that happens on yeah. occasions. Yeah. But it's not like the the looming ominous threat of like you know like I you you could probably like talk some serious shit about politicians and not worry like they're gonna send like a CIA assassin to, to your house. You know, like that's not in the that's pro yeah. it's probably not in the cards for you. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Cool. Well, that was a good discussion, guys. Yeah, I feel like I could talk about this stuff forever, but I think it's already gone on really long. Maybe we'll have a part two at some point, because this is a fun discussion. That would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a lot more that we haven't covered. And it's just how long have we talked about this so far? One twenty. An hour twenty. Well, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's there is definitely this is a very deep there's a lot it's a there's a deep breadth. I don't even know if that's a word. But there's just so much more that we can talk about on this, this yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right well rocky thank you for for being on this i really appreciate it absolutely it was it was a lot of fun uh, sam thank you yep <laughs> uh jariah thank me thank you jariah mm. uh, <laughs> uh sam yes if people want to get a hold of us where can they do that well you want gonna want to go to <laughs> L-I-N-K dot T-R-E-E. -E. Nope. Oh. <laughs> uh, if you want to go to our link tree, that is going to be L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E -E oh. forward slash L-O-I-P. Uh, that'll give you all of our socials and a bunch of different places that you can listen to us if you want to do that. Give us some ratings. That would be greatly appreciated on whatever you're listening to us on. If it has ratings, some things don't nowadays, actually. Um, we have an email, Sam. What is that? It is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. The last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, again, thank you everybody for listening. We're going to have a couple weeks of weird content here. Uh, I think this might be the end of the weird content weeks actually, but, uh, thank you for going through all this with us. We'll be back to regular ish stuff at some point. Um, thanks for sticking around if you did. Uh, be safe out there. Get vaccinated. Six feet apart. All that Robbie stuff that he says. Uh, have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Bye.